Yeah, it's just whiskey in my coffee cup. Oh, that doesn't sound too bad, Ash. No, no, stop it, Stephen. No, no, no. And welcome back to another episode of the Swandingo Files. Today's special guest, Sarah Rossetti. She's an artist. She's also a child of a military member, a prior military member, I'm sure by now, because he's yeah. old. But also known as Invader Girl, and she does very good artwork. So, how's it going today, Sarah? Thank you for coming on. Fabulous, fabulous. How are you doing today? I just quit smoking 30 hours ago, so not good. So I feel anxious and very kind of pissed a little bit. I guess you can say. That's all right. That's all right. Just just hang in there. You know, get through week one, and then you know, fucking tackle week two. And then five years. You know, with six kids, it's very hard. So I, I'm we're going to trying this one last time. So, but I want to talk about today because I know you're a child of a Air Force veteran. Um, a little about your story where you were born, of course, because you know, German, American, dual citizenship. God damn, I can't even talk right now. And then some of the artwork you're doing, and any of the struggles you might have had adjusting, especially as a child, and you know, parents different worlds. Well, same Earth, of course. Different worlds. I don't so, know. My mom might be from Mars. I'm just saying. Well. <laughs> Crazy German lady. No, uh, yeah, we, we moved around, you know, typical every two, three years. Um, I did have a really uh, gnarly accent at one point, so I got picked on quite a bit. This is a shy kid, you know. I'm a fucking little weirdo that's always doodling on stuff. Um and then uh, when my parents split, my mom took us out to Guam. I have two younger sisters. Um, spent like 20 years growing up out there, so I kind of lost the European accent. Uh, every now and then I'll throw in a half a day or some shit. <laughs> um, a what? A half a day. It's like a local term. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. <laughs> if you're ever out there, you'll, you'll get it. You'll be like, ah, duh. Um, yeah, and she got into the bar business, um, and that's kind of where I cut my teeth and kind of, I guess, would say really developed the art style because I had the uh, privilege of hearing stories firsthand and growing up kind of with, with the guys and gals out there. Um, so, But I've, I've always done art as a, as a kid. Uh, that, that was always my thing, uh, you know, especially, you know, when you're constantly moving around and, you know, you're kind of like the fucking weirdo. Um, that's just like your world and that's how you try to like make sense of everything. Um, and then, uh, in 04, I actually lost one of my sisters. Um, and so like at that age, you know, being like a young teenager, you're just this angry fucking punk ass, right? Like, ooh, so much rage. And, uh, at the time, I, I don't think anybody was aware or even myself. I carried a lot of that guilt because I felt that the decision I had made had led up to this event. So, you know, now fast forward into the bar, I'm an angry ass 18 year old and I'm like looking to fight people, um, which, you know, I might have gotten into a tussle or two. Um, but what was really great about that environment was I got to meet people, you know, from, from every branch, uh, you know, at different stages of their career. And um, I think some people recognized I was a pretty angry kid with no direction. Um, I don't think a lot of people like know the full story as to why, but I had some people reach out and just kind of, you know, give me guidance. And, you know, essentially 
it piqued my curiosity because I was like, who the fuck are these people that are like enjoying life? You know, like the worst shit's going on in the world and they're in here having a ball, like just, just fucking living, right? And it, you know, you start asking questions like, what, why are y'all so fucking like, what's going on here, right? And you start learning and grow up under it and you know, you, you learn about traditions and you know, <laughs> a little, um, yeah, so. Yeah, I grew up with that, and uh, I, had, I had some really good people kind of raise me, and then in turn, you know, that became my thing, is I always wanted to keep the light on, uh, so I would keep the bar open as long as I could. <laughs> We'd be in there till like, 4 or 5 in the morning some nights, um, you know, just talking, because really at the end of the day, when you're going through a lot of shit, you just need somewhere to fucking dump it, you know, like, process it out, you know, um, before it becomes a big fucking problem, because... When you're in a situation and you don't have the opportunity to fucking talk, um, it starts to fester. And then when you do reach out and you get met with, oh, you're being a fucking bitch or get your shit together or you're just being dramatic, um, well, it fucks with you and you kind of shut down even more and, uh, you know, start facing a bottle of whiskey to start your day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, don't recommend that. It's not good. No, no, no. Please, please don't do that. That's, that's at least wait till five or noon. Okay. At least wait till noon. <laughs> Not breakfast time with your Cheerios. Yeah, just, you know, a little Phil Jameson, whatever, no big deal. But, I mean, that used to be me, you know, like, I, towards my, my last year, uh, in the, in the bar business, um, it was just an accumulation of a lot of shit and, you know, never actually processing it out or doing something positive with it. Um, yeah, or <laughs> I was out jerking everybody in the bar, which I'm like five, four, 135 pounds on a good day. Um, and, uh, yeah, dudes were crawling out of there some nights. <laughs> oh, not proud of that. Um, and then, yeah, it just, but art was always that, like, thing, you know, even, even in the worst shit, I was always painting. And then at some point I started noticing stories were kind of just showing up in the work. And, you know, I started doing it, but I wasn't really sharing it with anyone because I was like, oh, they're going to think I'm weird as fuck. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then uh, I had I had a massive shift in my life. I kind of burned the bridges and rolled out and was like, peace, um, which was good, though, because I, I had hit that, like, you know, just that fucking bottom, that fuck it, I'm done. Uh, so I, I made a hard shift, showed up to Virginia with a backpack and some couple dollars, and uh, my buddy let me actually crash in his armory on the floor for, like, two weeks, and... Uh, I just, you know, just took a moment. It was like the first time where it was like, I don't have to do jack shit. Wow. <laughs> you got you to know? finally decompress everything and finally relax and close yeah. your eyes in peace, I guess. Yeah, process, you know, like for those two weeks, I mean, I, I really didn't do much. I, I binged on books, had coffee, uh, you know, would, you know, bullshit with my buddy every now and then. But, you know, it was just like, it was just quiet time. And then, uh. Yeah, then it was time to get back to work. And um, as I'm starting over, I'm like, all right, I guess I got to get a job and a place and blah, 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 you know. So you just start putting these pieces together. And I, I got lucky. I had another buddy in town who had just bought a house. So he rented me a room, uh, you know, and I was able to kind of become a part of a new network of people and just really awesome people at the time that, like, I mean, the neighbor, she'd let me borrow her car to go to job interviews, and I'm like, really? She didn't even know me. What if I just take this thing? <laughs> um, yeah, and I just, I started working, and, you know, 
yeah, got got promoted pretty quick, which was weird because I thought I was like a useless employee, but apparently I do pretty good. Um, and, and I was doing the art on the side on Instagram. That's where I kind of started posting. And, uh, yeah, it kind of exploded. And then eventually I got to a point where I was like, uh, I got more commissions that need my time and I, I can't really keep going to work. It's actually interrupting. So I, I dialed down and quit and took the plunge into being self-employed and then COVID hit and I was like, Oh my fucking God, what if I do? <laughs> <laughs> you and half half the country, unfortunately, that was yeah. awful. For, well, worse for worse for some than others. It 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 was it was an interesting time. I got lucky. I was I had just gotten my my new apartment uh, out in Pungo, and the family was super awesome. So it was like a nice little tight knit community, just kind of looking out for each other. Um, you know, and so we got through it. Um, but it was a great opportunity because. Everybody was online, so it was um, actually really great exposure for the work, and you know, more and more people got to see it, um, and so it, it kind of grew. And then, yeah, now I'm here. Um, if you don't mind me asking, like, do you sell weekly or monthly, or how many do you, are you selling right now, or how are you doing? Oh, uh, I was sometimes daily. Uh, sometimes it's weird and. Maybe, maybe like weekly, um, but it's hit and miss, you know, uh, you're always kind of against the Instagram algorithm, you know, mm. sometimes it'll show your shit and then other times it's like, you've been banned and you're like, what did I do? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, social, well, meta, meta and their damn bots are getting really, I don't know, I think they're starting to piss a lot of people off. Yeah, I, I've got a friend, she's an oil painter, uh, and she paints um, realism. And she keeps getting blocked because they think she's showing inappropriate photos. And it's like, really? The chick with her fucking hoochie-coochie out doesn't get blocked, but the, the painting does? Okay. What state do you live in? Virginia. That's probably why. <laughs> well, she lives in Pennsylvania, so. Oh. Probably. Yeah. yeah. That's why. You got to be in L.A. Your, your, your bubble has to say L.A. around it or New York City. And then you can do anything you want online and nothing. So you know what? I'm gonna tell her that and be like, "Hey, change your settings to LA." <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like it seems like Hollywood gets away with murder, but yet small town or any other place gets away with nothing. You put a flower. No, never <laughs> mind. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. I can't do that for the show. Sorry. So we're all thinking it. Don't worry. Okay, we're good. So. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, I, um, when when did you come over here to the uh, America from uh, Germany? Well, I guess it was Guam first. How old? Um, were you? Ooh, my very first time in the states. I think I was three or four. I think we got stationed in Florida from there. Oh wow! To the Azores. That base is mm-hmm. doesn't exist anymore. Out to Guam, back to Germany, and then back out to Guam. I'm kidding. Oh. Yeah. What do you think? Oh. Take a guess. Hmm. Let's see. I'm trying to think. 26. Fuck no. I'm like 35. Come on. I earned some of this. Come on. Give me some credit. Really? I'm 38 and I'm like getting all old and wrinkly. You have six kids. Yeah, I'm not kidding. (laughs) Let me know. Let me, let me know when I can send them all your way. 
No, no, no. My husband's got uh, two kids, so I have, I have I have kids by marriage. Oh man, do they pull on your heartstrings? Woo! I know. I, no, I know. <laughs> How old are they? Uh, they're they're adults, nineteen and twenty-one. So I got lucky. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> that's not fair. You have to jump know, right, right into like the grandma phase eventually. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, it's like the perfect time because it's like cool. I'll, I'll watch them for like an hour, beat them all, nothing but sugar and. You know, whatever else I can Mon- find. Monster, monsters and ice cream. And then send yeah. it back to the parents. Yeah, I'm going to do that when my kids have kids. Oh, God. I can't wait for it. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm scared, honestly. No, don't be scared. It'll be fun. <laughs> so, uh, how many, um, how many paintings do you do today? Six. Six? And that happens yeah. every day, or do you just like bunch them all together, or like? Oh, man. So, it, uh, Usually a good average is three uh, per day. So I'm in the studio. Uh, I guess I'm kind of like a like a little bit of a junkie. I guess you know when you find your passion, it's not really work, right? Um, and, and two, the way the pieces kind of come in my head is it looks like schematics. So like once I have the idea, break it apart, and then you just reassemble it. You know, kind of like a gun. You take some parts apart, and it's like okay, and then you just put it together. You know how to shoot a gun? Did your dad ever show you? Uh, not my dad. Uh, I've oh, had other friends show me how. Of course, you've been in the military you, community. I would, I would hope that somebody showed you. I just want to make sure. So. I'm working on like maybe building a range on the property. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we might have look. Yeah, we might have low key uh, kind of built like a house for people to like come to. I just got to get a couple more acres. Really? What are you guys trying to do? Just like have people come out and stay and? Um. Uh, so it's it's kind of still in the baby phase. We're toying with some different ideas. Like I re- had an impromptu art class here at the studio. Had had a, a person come out and just you know kind of like can I teach? Because I think there's a lot of value in it. We've we've gotten really great feedback on like what the art does for people. Uh, and then just kind of through, you know, asking questions and looking around, uh, a lot of people enjoy doing art. And it's like, well, I can fucking teach you how to do it because, you know, like the way I do it, it's just simple. So it's like, here you go. Develop the skill set, you know, and you can do your own paintings. Uh, so we want to do more of that. I uh, just kind of trying to figure out like how to. I'm not trained as a teacher. So it's kind of just me being here like fucking smush the paint on there and talk fucking die. <laughs> Which, well, it looks beautiful though. I ain't gonna lie, cause I've seen several of them on LinkedIn and everything. And I didn't even know you were on Instagram, so I don't, I don't get on Instagram too much. But um, no, it's definitely. Uh, I don't know. I I can draw a stick figure. I, like, there you go. Stick figure with arms. I can't do fingers though. I'm stick figure. Odd shaped head like an alien. That's my extent. So. <laughs> but that's where it starts. Like like at the end of the day, art is just a skill that you develop. Like if, if I pulled out my, my first drawings, my first paintings, you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> mm. But it, it's like a skill. I, I, I try to tell people too, it's a skill very similar to shooting. There are some basics, like don't shoot yourself, um, pull this trigger, do it this way. But then you start noticing that there are little nuances that you can do and it just works for you specifically. You shoot a very specific way compared to the next guy who shoots a different way or a girl. And so 
at the end of the day, it's just a skill, the same as driving, cooking, talking, anything that we do. It's, it's a skill you develop over time. So painting or art, uh, just fucking do it, and it eventually starts to come together. And, and then, too, it helps to, you know, creep on YouTube and see what everyone else is, like, how you're doing shit. <laughs> or just ask me. Like, if, if you reach out and have a question, like, I'll, I'll try to get back to you. Sometimes I'll even do a video and be like, here's how to do this shit. So, uh, so what's the next goal for you? Like, what are you trying to achieve overall with all of this? I know you said you're, you know, a house to stay and stuff like that, but like, what, what is it you're really trying to accomplish with the artwork? What's turn on, turn on the light. <laughs> to do more, uh, to do more for people. Like, you know, I, I had people that were very impactful for me in some of my worst times, and I'd like to do that to them because I think at the end of the day, a lot of people, especially in different services, have have seen the extreme version of life, right? And so they live life, I think, more full. And so in that, I think a lot of them hold the secrets on how to fucking really live, like really fill out the edges of living, not just existing. And I, I think that's important. And I think somewhere along the lines, you know, maybe we kind of forget that, you know, like if you come out of, you know, one version of life and come back into the civilian version, you're just like, what the fuck like you've got people driving that are just straight up on their phone they didn't give a fuck about anybody else around them it's like where are we <laughs> what the fuck and, and that's frustrating and i understand that but i hope too that somewhere we can just kind of build that bridge with the art because there aren't really words for a lot of that extreme stuff trying to explain what the fuck i feel you know like you know at the end of the day, you know, oh, how are you? And it's just like, that's how I am, you know? <laughs> An outlet for possibly PTSD, anxiety, and everything else instead of talking to somebody. Like, it is hard to talk to people about. And, you know, it, it ain't just men, but, you know, men and women, you start getting indoctrinated into the military. And you don't want to talk. Yeah, they're trying to bridge gaps out that way. But they have found artwork to be very, very good uh, outlet for I mean, anger and, you know, PTSD, anxiety, and whatever else. I don't even know everything. Bipolar is, yeah. Well, it's like a transference of, uh, of, in the scientific world, they say everything is, is energy, essentially, right? Mm -hmm. So now you're sitting here and you're all pent up with all this, you know, different energy, call it negative, right? But you can do something constructive with it and push it out through painting and essentially refilter it do something with it create something with it it's kind of fucking awesome and whether that's gym cooking shooting hunting i pick a fucking thing like for everyone it's something a little bit different you know and it's like i chose art i hope that we can keep telling the fucking story i love you want to immortalize everybody from this generation on canvas so that when the next generation comes by they're gonna be like look at all these fucking giants wow <laughs> um and then too if if, if I can manage to pull it off and get a, get my pieces to like the Sotheby auction house, then everybody has a million dollar painting hanging on their wall. So that's, that's another goal. The what house? Uh, Sotheby's or Christie's, those are like the big massive like art oh. auctions, you know, where they, you know, people spend fucking money. And I'm just like, if I could get there, everybody's going to be a millionaire overnight. Yes. <laughs> 
People really spend that much. People actually spend that kind of money on paintings. I've heard like Picasso, Rembrandt, which I'd never like truly believed. Uh, I've never seen it, but Banksy's. Uh, I mean, pick pick a thing. Like, th- there's some some crazy money in that shit. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take us there. Everybody that's got one's gonna, you know, kids' college paid for. Like, pick a thing. You're gonna be good. You don't want to paint this. <laughs> you don't want to paint this ugly mug right here. So. Oh, okay. Throw it on have, there. You might have to pay them to put it up there. No, see, but you're part of the story. You're part of a person who's gone out and done rad shit where most people, oh my god, they, like the worst day of their lives is because you know it was a little too hot outside, or oh I couldn't go to the Taylor Swift show. Hey, I'm at that point now. Getting too hot outside, so I, I moved to Texas down here. I'm kidding, but I moved to Texas down here. I think you've earned the right have... though. Huh? I think you've earned the right though. Yeah, no, but it, yeah, I, I, I like what, I like that you say that, and it's, it's funny because it's like, yeah, we've been, when you're over there, you're deployed, you get to see, you know, how other countries live. Mm-hmm. And I think this is why there is such a divide in our country because so many people, and I'm not saying like you, you've been to other countries, you've seen other countries, you've seen the United States, you see how privileged we are over here. Like every generation for the last 100, 150 years is very privileged to be in this country right now. Are we the best? No. But who do can we get better? Yes. Yes. But do we chain our mentally ill kids up outside like they do in Iraq? Do you have people watching everything? Well, I'm not going to say watching everything you do, but I'm starting to think our government is doing that right now. They're probably listening to you right now. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah. Muscle Talk. Oh, wait. I don't speak any Sprachen Sie Deutsch. Sprechen Sie Deutsch. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, is your father still in your life right now? Uh, here and there, he's he's uh he's character. <laughs> How is it being a kid though for to a service member? Like I've never, I wasn't a kid, and most people have never had a parent in the military. Like I, I know it was a different era than what I was in, but I mean. I, th- I think we protested the move every now and then, but at some point too, it's kind of normal. Um, you you just move every couple years, you know, and you lost touch with your you know friend when you were six or whatever. Because back then, you know, you had to write letters. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I don't know. I, I I think it was interesting because it always showed you a new group of people and how they do stuff, and you know, like. Uh, fuck, dude, the Azores was the first time I experienced a hurricane. I mean, fucking shit got fucking decimated out there. It's like, what? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> um, what was your favorite place to go to? Because I know you guys traveled quite a bit, especially uh, Air Force, so. Like, as a military brat? Mm-hmm. Well, just fuck, I don't know. Just in uh, life in general. Like, what, uh, you've been around uh, several places around the world, so. I think New Zealand might might be one of my favorite spots that I've been to just because it was it was like a world in another world. Uh, I do have to redo that trip because uh, the the people that I went with just kind of sucked dicks so and kind of ruined the whole trip. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. Um, but it's one of the most fucking surreal places I've ever seen. Guam has the best sunsets, uh, the best beaches, hands down. Um, I haven't seen anything to compare to that, but I I don't know. I've loved being out here in Virginia because I've been able to just pop around to like all these other 
old school fucking towns and the mountains, the mountains out here, like, wow. It reminds me of Germany a little bit, you know, it's kind of got that same vibe. Yeah, I've only been in Germany a little tiny bit, not not enough, you know, basically just using it as a hopper for the most part, but, you know, ain't nothing like coming back here to the States, and I know you, you know, you live in Virginia, which is like the worst state, and I live in Texas, <laughs> the best state, so. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> we'll throw some chingasos later, after Ooh. I try to, after you give me some uh, painting lessons, then I suck, and then you beat my ass for a second, so bad at painting. There. I like this. This is a good trade-off. <laughs> terrible trade-off. Damn. That's fine. <laughs> so, how can uh, how can people get a hold of you and find you? Uh, Instagram. Uh, just type in Invader Girl. A little purple skull will pop up. That's me. Um, or LinkedIn. Invader Girl. Same thing. Little purple skull. There I am. Well, it's nice of you to come on today, and I do love your work, and I love how uh, how much you're actually doing. It's like every day I get on there, it's like, oh, my God, another one? And yeah. I was wondering, so also let everybody know this real quick. You hand paint your stuff. It is not AI, right? It is all hand painted. I literally wear my paint. Like, I had some on here earlier. All right. Thank you. So it is literally hand painted, not AI, and that is awesome because I know that takes a lot more time, and that's a lot more skill than throwing some – Line. I don't. I don't even know how to do AI. So I guess lines and colors. I don't fucking know. So, but not text savvy. Well, I'll tell you this right now. It's a lot more skill. Looks a lot better than anything AI can produce. So, and I appreciate you coming on here with me today. So this is all for this episode of Spondingo Files with Sarah Rossetti.